Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and I have with me a new guest, Father Jordan Dosh, the vocation director for the Diocese of Bismarck in North Dakota. Father Dosh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Father Conrad. Of course, and it's a big deal for me to have you because you are the worst priest in the entire United States. So, <laughs> no, you're just you're just you're just an enemy and a Notre Dame fan. So that that's that's all. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that I'm finally able to be on the the podcast. You know, to be able to set the record straight. You know, there's been this long beef between us. Uh, you know, the long history at seminary, which is which is always good. So hopefully that'll come out and get hashed out in this podcast. That's right. Well, that's I've I've gotten annoying text messages from you for the last like five years about this podcast. So uh, um, now finally I'm letting you on. So we were that desperate for speakers. Anyway, okay. So <laughs> you are a vocation director. One of the big things you have to deal with when you're trying to tell people about the priesthood, when you're trying to explain that it's a great life to lead, is um, is the requirement of celibacy. And a lot of people think that maybe that's old fashioned or something that's going to go away. Uh, why give us a reason why celibacy is is such an important and a beautiful part of our vocation? Yeah. So when I first try to explain celibacy, you know, to a young person who's thinking about the priesthood, um, you know, one one of the convincing things, especially to get them to to try to understand, uh, is that the gospel is sufficient for them, uh, that the gospel will will completely satisfy them. Um, and it's a beautiful thing, and it's kind of funny, but you know, I've had the conversation multiple times. Uh, because as a young priest wearing clerics, uh, you're, you're put into some very unique situations. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't know the complexities when it comes to the Catholic faith. Uh, but when they see clerics or see a person dressed as a priest, usually they know one thing, and that's that they can't get married. Uh, so, you know, as I've gone throughout my days the last couple of years, uh, you know, I've had some great conversations and it's kind of funny how people are just really comfortable coming up to you uh, in the, the grocery store. <laughs> That's oh, very true. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's great. I, I love it. You know, uh, the, the questions that they're able to bring. Um, but to show them, first of all, you know, that you're joyful. Uh, and, and, and that's kind of, you know, a sign that the gospel can be uh, sufficient for you uh, because they know that you're not married. Uh, but then for them to have a good impression of you being joyful uh, is kind of strange in their minds. And, and usually they want to know more about it. Um, so when I do speak to uh, a young guy who's thinking about the priesthood, uh, the issue of celibacy definitely comes up. You know, it's, it's no secret, nothing you try to hide. Uh, you know, the discipline and the practice of the church of celibacy is one in which um, may be difficult right away, uh, but I think that they really do try to come and uh, love and understand why the church teaches this and practices this. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's a, it, one of the particularly things that's beautiful about it for me that that like uh, the priest or the celibate uh, nun or monk, you know, witness to is the fact that you know, what the culture tells us is what we need to be satisfied is not true. And they, you know, we witness to it with our lives. And like the culture tells you that the, you know, your the most sincere and greatest expression of love is, is some sort of sexual love. And that's not true. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the love of Christ, the love of Christ is sufficient for you. In fact, it's better, you know, it's more sufficient. Uh, and, and that's a great witness to the world. Yeah. And actually, you know, anytime you, you put 
uh, all your trust in something other than in, in Christ, you know, at, at a certain point that well will run dry. You know, if, if you put your identity in, in sports or, you know, pursuit of a, a job or money or power or anything like that, you know, there, there, there will come a time in which that will run dry. And, and you know, that isn't sufficient. And, and, you know, I think we see it a lot in, you know, disappointment in celebrities, uh, you know, to be quite frank. You know, when, when we see that they're not as happy as we would expect them to be when it seems like they could have anything that they want. Uh, and and, and the, the radical witness of celibacy shows that, you know, we're, we're putting our our bets on something on the well that won't run dry. Uh, and, and that's some that um, the, the gospel really tells us and teaches us. Yeah. And it's the, the, the thing about celibacy that makes it such a great witness, too, is I think that like you're really putting your money where your mouth is. Right. Like uh, you're, you really are saying, no, I, I really am going to do this. I really am going to show like with my life that 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 living with Christ, being in love with Christ, having his love in my heart is enough. In fact, it's more than enough. And that like, I'm willing to step away from everything else. And that's why it's so scandalous when, when, you know, people break their promises of celibacy, but it's also why the, the witness of an authentic life lived with joy is, is, um, is so great. I, I wonder if um, the question, and I'm sure it does, the question of loneliness probably comes up. I'm sure parents are worried their sons are going to be lonely uh, when they talk to you or um, how do you, how do you uh, address kind of the, the reality of loneliness in, in this vocation or in any vocation? Yeah. Um, so for the first three years of my uh, priesthood, I uh, was a teacher at a Catholic high school. And that was a question that I got often from the students, you know, the, don't you want kids or didn't you want to get married or aren't you worried about being lonely? You know, all kind of revolving around the same topic. And it's, it's, it's a question that really everyone has to deal with. You know, I'm sure as a priest, you've had lots of hard conversations with married couples uh, who feel lonely. And, and I, I always tell um, this, the students that, you know, uh, just because you're married doesn't mean that you won't be lonely or just because someone else is there in the house, uh, you know, doesn't mean that, that you won't be lonely. The, the loneliness is actually something that everyone deals with. Um, and it's I, I've seen in my own priesthood, you know, the, the beautiful benefits of turning to God in prayer uh, during those moments to see that um, that, that he does satisfy or, or he fulfills it in different ways. Uh, you know, we, we may not have kids, we may not have uh, wives, but uh, God, God satisfies that, that companionship in, in many different ways in, in the priesthood. Uh, the fraternity among priests, um, you know, the, the, the companionship you have with, with married couples and their families uh, have been great sources for that. I was going yeah, to say the same thing, that I think my ability to enter into authentic friendships that are inherently not sexual, but are, are like the love of friendship, I find so satisfying and so beautiful. And it's all because I'm, I'm celibate, because I, I have that ability to do that. Exactly. And it seems like people are even more willing to trust you because of it. Um, you know, like um, just, just like married families are, are willing just, you know, to bring you in. And, um, you know, they, they want your witness uh, uh, to be in their family. And it is just a beautiful compliment to each other. Um, but whenever a young man, you know, will talk to me about vocations, you know, the idea of being alone, um, I, I try not to focus on the negative side. You know, everyone thinks when they see a priest, you know, the idea is that they gave something up, you know, marriage or, or kids. Uh, it, it's quite easy to look at the negative side, uh, but there, there's great positives. You know, uh, a married man has to give up stuff as well. And you could look at the negative side of 
you know, he, he gives up, um, you know, the ability to celebrate the sacraments or to be a spiritual father to, to many people. Um, but they, they don't look at the negatives. They look at the positives. So I think the same is true uh, in discerning a vocation to the priesthood, that it's more helpful uh, to consider the positives that, than really the negatives. Um, it, it'll change your outlook on it. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you don't, you know, you don't, I, I, this is a kind of a cliched line, but you don't bemoan at a wedding like all the guys that the bride turned down in order to say yes to this guy. You're celebrating the yes. And the yes of the priest, the yes of celibacy is that yes to a life belonging entirely to God. And our society doesn't get that because they just don't get God in so many ways. But like it's real and it's powerful. And, and all I can say is, you know, having lived it uh, for for these years, you know, the reality is there, you know, it's not, it's not something I've deluded myself into believing, but that like, no, God really does provide. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you see it, um, you know, in old, uh, joyful priests, you know, that, that, that was one of the, the best witnesses for me when I was a young man thinking about the priesthood. Um, you know, I remember sitting there in prayer and just thinking, you know, if God is calling me to be a priest, that means I'm going to be more faithful, more fruitful. I'm going to be happier in the celibate state than I would be married. And, and that thought just blew me away uh, that that was actually a possibility. And then I saw it lived out in old joyful priests, you know, who have uh, gone through their lives as a joyful priest. And one of the priests told me, he said, you know, if, if I had if I had the choice, I'd do it all over again. You know, he said, I love the priesthood. And, and that witness was, was uh, very good for me to see that um, it does satisfy. That's beautiful. That's really awesome. And I think that's probably a good note for us to end. Thank you, Father Dash, for joining us uh, on Catholic Bites. Thank you very much. It's great to be with you. Anytime. So, and if you like this episode and want to listen to other great Catholic talks, you can find us at catholicbitespodcast.com or you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Just search for Catholic Bites and Bites is spelled with a Y. And while you're there, if you could subscribe or leave a review, that helps other people find the show, helps boost our rankings a little bit. So give us a little review and we will be grateful. Thank you and God bless you.